every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Still doesn't roll off the tongue, but that's what we do here. My name is Wrestling Chris G from Sports Entertainment Breakdown. And on the other line with me this week, he is the Butterfree to my Metapod. It's Dougie Fresh. Dougie, man, how you doing? I feel good. Um, I'm doing good, and I'll let you slide, because I think last week, I think we did Caterpie to Metapod. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it fits, so I'll let it slide. <laughs> well, what what else could I have done for this episode? We don't have any... Honestly, I mean, I... honestly the only other one you could have done would have probably been Kakuna to Beedrill, but... Yeah. Because, you know, obviously Butterfree is the central part of this episode. Right. So this episode, this week, we are doing episode four of Pokemon. The We're still on the Indigo League, everybody. Yes, believe it or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this week's episode is called Challenge of the Samurai, or in Japanese, it is translated to Challenge of Butterfree. And this episode aired in Japan April 22nd of 1997, and it aired here in the U.S. September 11th, 1998. So normally what we do is we go back in time on the date that the show was released here in the U.S., but for obvious reasons, we're not going to touch that. So we're going to go with the Japanese air date of April 22nd. And, Doug, I believe you have our first historical event. Yes. Uh, on this, on April 22nd, 1970, we have the first Earth Day is celebrated. Um, Ooh. Earth Day, of course. It's, it's not a national holiday, obviously, because we still got to go to school. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, only the good holidays we get off, we get out of school. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for anyone that likes Earth Day. I mean, I do like Earth Day, but yeah, let's care for this Earth. Woo! It's kind of meh. Yeah. All th- I mean, you know, I remember, you know, being in school, you know, they they teach us about like you know conservation and, and recycling and everything and i think one I, year i think we planted a tree I, I was about to say i remember planting stuff in school but yeah i mean and it's you know it's fine it's it's got a little bit more oomph now i would say i mean people at least acknowledge it i mean it's called hug a tree day it's, yeah it's hug a tree day just <laughs> watch out for the sap <laughs> Oh, oh, that's funny. I, I just passed the Pokemon episode. I'm now in the Johto League episodes of Pokemon as I watch them ahead. And we just, I just passed the episode with Heracross and they were, um, sucking the sap out of trees. Oh dear. Oh, what? Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) They were sucking the sap out so the other Pokemon can go over to the tree and start sucking on them. What have you brought to the show? (laughs) in 1998 on april 22nd is the official day that disney's animal kingdom opened at walt disney world for the very first time and i will say that is my wife's favorite place to go out there when we do visit disney uh, i mean not disney but um when we visit florida because i feel like we go there at least once every other year now but yeah, I like it. Um, the last time we went, it was, uh, they had a lot of stuff under construction. So I can't wait to go back and see what these new ventures that they opened up at Animal Kingdom. Well, I don't know how far ahead they're going to be because they kind of had to stop everything, obviously. I know. Well, 
I mean, obviously, we're we're living in a whole different time frame, and I don't want to date the podcast too much. But as of right now, we're kind of in the midst of the whole COVID nineteen. Things are starting to open back up finally. But um, whether or not you agree with that is another issue. Yeah, um, as of this upcoming Friday, actually, people will be able to sit inside restaurants again, and movie theaters are opening back up. Even so though there's nothing to fucking see <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> everything's on demand um but uh but yeah no um everything seems to be opening back up as of right now um i'm not going to be one of the first people back in disney world but i'm going to see how things kind of pan out because i kind of have um uh, three basically three free uh round trip tickets for the family um, to go to Florida or fly anywhere in the U.S. that I want to fly. And we have to use it by next year. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Like this time next year? like Yeah, I think we, we have to use them by WrestleMania season. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, since our stuff got canceled um, for WrestleMania this past year due to COVID-19, um, cause unbeknownst to everyone that that's where we were all going <laughs> this year. But, um, yeah, um, it got canceled and they gave us uh credit for, to use for up to a year. So we get to fly somewhere, but we're not sure where we're flying or when we're flying. So we'll see. Yeah. But unbeknownst to that, yeah. Um, 1998 animal kingdom, first time it opened up. So. Yeah, I like it. It's a nice little zoo, and they have some cool rides there. Yeah, um, that's one of the ones. It's obviously, you know, my main attraction is, you know, the fucking main park. But <laughs> Walt Disney World. You know, um, Animal Magic. Kingdom, and um, there's Epcot, Animal, and there's a fourth one, isn't there? Uh, there's Epcot, Animal Kingdom, um, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, yeah. Yeah, and Hollywood Studios is what has Star Wars, which is what I, I, I still want to go see Star Wars land over there. So, should be good. Hopefully. Yeah. But, alright, back to Pokemon. So, on this episode, Challenge of the Samurai, um, we also do the Who's that Pokemon at the beginning so we don't kind of interrupt our flow? And this week's Who's That Pokemon was Metapod. So good old Metapod. He's kind of, they, they're continuing the whole, um, if you're watching this episode, you should know who this Pokemon is, which I still think that they should do, but they probably ran out of Pokemon to show on certain Who's That Pokemon. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to look into why they don't, do that anymore i mean they they do the who's that pokemon but some episodes it's just who's that pokemon it's charizard and the whole episode's about pikachu like why Why? or it's mewtwo mewtwo's never been on a damn episode of actually he has Uh oh when he was on the first season of pokemon um Right before the first movie came out, do you remember in the first Pokemon movie when Giovanni had Mewtwo and Mewtwo broke out of the cage and busted out of the building? Uh-huh. So they play um the scene of what was happening with Giovanni um while this was all happening. He was on the phone with Team Rocket, and then all of a sudden Mewtwo got out. And he had to hang up the phone with, um, with, um, James and Jesse. Or, oh, wow, I think that's the first time and only time I'm going to say their names backwards, Jesse and James. Um, and then all of a sudden you see Mewtwo with all the metal on him shoot out of the building. And that's the only shot that you get of Mewtwo on the actual animated series. Oh, all okay. right. Yeah. So can't, can't wait until we get to that episode. Well, we get to that episode, and that means the movie will be after that, and that, the movie's going to be a, <laughs> like a four-hour chunk. 
Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> us just getting through a 20-minute episode is like an hour. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. So are you guys ready for Pokemon? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get on into it. All right, so... Um, before we get into this, do you have anything else to add or any, any other references, Doug, before we jump into this episode? I don't think so. All right. So we started this episode with the recap that we have gotten on two out of the four episodes that we're reviewing so far. And they went all the way back, Doug, to episode one. Yeah. And, um, I think. I think that's the reason for it, because, you know, obviously we didn't get it um, last week. It just kind of threw us into the uh, <clears throat> the Caterpie battle. Um, so maybe that was, you know, and obviously, too, this is getting towards the end of the week. Um, and they know, you know, they're not going to be on during the weekend. So they just yeah. said, hey, you know, you're not going to see this again until Monday, Here, you know. <laughs> we're just gonna throw all our stuff at you yeah so this, yeah as you said this was the end of the week um they did the full recap to remind you and then you get a couple of days off and then the next episode is on the 14th three days later so yeah. kind of weird but yeah um so we start this episode with misty screaming and she's in a tree and Ash is kind of wondering, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you know, old Misty still got a... Oh, I was going to make a really bad joke, and I'm not going to do it. I'm oh, not... do it. No, I'm not going to do it, because it's it. a bad joke, and I'll quit the show. Do it, do it, do it. You got to do it. Oh, god damn it. I was going to say, Misty still has a bug up her butt, but I... <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because... Oh, Metapod... Oh. Metap- <laughs> all right all right but continue doug yeah no missy's obviously still freaked out um even though i believe we ended last week with her you know she was about to kind of make amends with caterpie before it evolved into metapod and then you know misty was still running away from metapod at the end of the episode yeah um but I'm. Th- I mean, this time we have Weedle. Yes. And we Weedle comes into the frame. Misty falls out of the tree, and Ash is looking at Weedle like, "Oh, I'm gonna catch it." Yeah, he's still in that stage where, if if a wild Pokemon comes along, you know he's gonna. Which you know, I think fair play to him. I think he should be. Yeah. I mean, if I was a Pokemon trainer, I'd be trying to catch everything. But I mean, my, my, my thing is in the Pokemon world, and I'm sure we're going to get it answered at some point, but if a, the only time that I've actually seen a Pokeball, um, not get used anymore is when it actually broke in half. So, and that's when Ash's Snorlax Pokeball broke because it hit a rock. Right. And he wasn't able to get his Snorlax over to the damn Pokemon Center, so they had to find a way to get it there. That was a funny episode. But um but yeah, um if I had a Pokeball, I'd try to catch everything. Yeah, I I mean I would definitely But my thing is and it's never addressed on how does Ash get more Pokeballs. True. Because, I mean, he, he is kind of a broke trainer. And they and you don't ever see the trainers. Uh, I mean, like in the Pokemon game, that's how you make money is by battling. Right. And, and bless you, by the way. Um, and, but in the Pokemon series, you don't ever see them exchange money. Because I think Ash, I mean, Ash kind of loses more than he wins. So you would think he would be even broker. Uh, he would, yeah. Definitely. Um, especially he's first starting out, he's just kind of going headlong into things, not really thinking. So, all right. So, Ash is looking at Misty. I'm sorry for the pause. I was looking at what was happening. Um, so, 
Ash, uh, Misty's like, you can just poke it with a stick. And he's like, you really think that I'm going to pass up an opportunity to catch a Weedle? He's like, I'm a Pokemon trainer. And whips out the damn Pokedex. And the Pokedex um, tells him exactly who Weedle is. And he's ready to battle. We uh, we missed probably the joke of the series so far. Oh, okay. What 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 was the joke? Misty was running away from the the Weedle, and Ash goes. He goes. Well, good thing it wasn't a Cowder pee and fucking Pikachu and Misty just go ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and. Let's see. Okay, so after <laughs> after that, um, Ash is like, okay, well, this time I'm going to catch it the right way. So Pikachu, let's go at it. And P- <laughs> Pikachu is damn near, because Pikachu does not want to battle. So Pikachu took out his sleeping bag and is on the ground and just turns his back to Ash and goes, choo. And Misty and Ash almost fall to the damn ground. Yeah, they kind of have the same reaction that Pikachu and Misty have to Ash's joke. So they're just rapid fire with those. (laughs) And then Ash gets out of his other two, because he has a Pidgeotto and a Metapod, and he's like, you know, um, I have two other Pokemon who will definitely give me the respect that I deserve. And he just bounces these Pokeballs in his hand. Which is kind of a dick move, but, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> and as, as Ash is saying that, Misty goes, um, I think you need to have your head examined. And Weedle is like all hugging up on her leg. And she just, she, she just books shit. It. I mean, she's gone. Like she, <laughs> she is. She's not having any of it. That's that's not it, fam. It, and the way that she ran away from it, Weedle kind of looked like he had just gotten tackled and lands right on his face. But okay, how bogus do you have to be to send out um your big ass bird Pokemon against Weedle? Well. Or you know, ordinarily I'd like taking taking little pot shots at Ash, but he didn't really have a choice. That's true, because yeah, Metapod can't really attack. All it can do is harden. Oh boy, wait, wait, wait a couple minutes for that, boy. It was just <laughs> battle of the century. Um, but yeah, I mean, he didn't really have a choice. You know, Pikachu was on a was on a nap break, and you know, Metapod was kind of chilling. So all Ash has is his Pidgeotto, and he sends out Pidgeotto, and he goes, Pidgeotto, gust attack. And Pidgeotto does gust attack on it, and Weedle flops around on the ground. And I bet Ash really regrets not catching this damn Weedle. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> hindsight, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I mean, yeah. But if yeah, he, yeah, because if he catches his Weedle, the episode's like ten minutes. I know. <laughs> so, all right. So as as Weedle flops onto its face, we get Misty just walking away, talking to herself, and then out of nowhere, we we see a sword getting pulled out of its shaft. Right. And um, you know, he comes comes right up to Misty's nose and 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 just puts a sword straight up to her face. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong. They can't put stuff like this in kids' cartoons anymore because he has a full-fledged sword and he just whips it out and puts it right in front of Misty's face. And Misty's like, "Oh, geez." No, I mean, yeah, because that would—that's realistic violence. I mean, you can have you know cartoons with you know laser guns and everything, but like this is realistic. Dude's got a sword right up to a a girl's face yeah and now looking at this looking back at this now i mean looking at this as a kid i mean i thought that this trainer was older but this trainer looks a little younger than ash and misty so i mean how old do you get that this little samurai person kid is well look 
Ever since you told me Misty was only 15, I've been fucked up. No, Misty's 10. Brock is 15. That's right. Misty's 10. I've been fucked up. So I'm probably going to go ahead and guess this samurai is probably like eight. You know? Okay, exactly. So what the hell is he doing out in Pokemon World? He's a latchkey kid. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to give our our listeners um, what, what happened next with good old samurai? So, yeah, he basically goes, are you the one, are you the trainer from Pallet? And she goes, well, that's not me. And he goes, oh, um, he says a word I can't remember and I'm not going to fucking, because I don't want to play the audio and get us struck. Um, no, no, we're good. So he, he basically says, um, he's, he, I'm, I will refrain from, um, from battling you basically basically it's like oh damn okay and he moves on because he he, he's looking for asher gary well he's i think think he's looking for gary no at this point he's looking for um ash because he's the last one from pallet town oh yes because they go through that sequence later and he's battled all of them right and that's another time i think we get a look we get kind of a subtle hint about which pokemon gary has taken Yes, and we'll get into that uh, once we get over to that scene. But after he says that he's going to spare Misty, Misty just flops on the ground, and she's like, what the hell just happened? That That is a weird kid. And then she kind of has a eureka moment. She's like, trainer from power. Oh, my God, he's talking about Ash. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get back to the battle scene with Pidgeotto and Weedle, and boy, I'm – <laughs> this battle took a hard turn from like the two two minutes that we were away with Misty because Weedle's coming back and trying to basically kill this Pidgeotto with trying to hit Pidgeotto with poison sting. Yeah, I would have really liked to have seen um Weedle's comeback here. Because the last time we saw Weedle he was basically incapacitated. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, now he's like flying midair trying to poison sting Pidgeotto, and Pidgeotto basically just flies right over him, gusting all the dirt and sand that's around him, and puts Weedle back on his ass. This must be a really strong Weedle. Well, and and that, I think, um, lends further credence to your, you know, Ash is probably kicking himself for not catching this Weedle. Yeah, but you know, I I don't blame Ash as much because he was ready. Like um, that, whatever that sand attack or f- just flying over Weedle was, um, it knocked out this Weedle. And then here comes Mister Samurai right behind Ash as he gets his Pokeball out to catch this Weedle. Yeah, and and to me, this was kind of like um, like coughing in the middle of a golfer's backswing. You know, oh, why is why is that? Well, because Ash has the Pokeball out, right? Like yes. he's he's in battle, like, and I understand, you know, all's fair in love in Pokemon battles, but you can clearly see dudes in the middle of something. Yeah, but this this little kid did not care, um, because Ash goes, um, I'm a I'm a Pokemon trainer from Pallet Town, and I'm about to catch this Weedle, and. This kid goes, oh, I found you at last. And then here comes Misty running up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, after the sword has been drawn again. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid just takes the sword. I, I don't, I, I don't know why I find this so comical, but he takes the sword out again out of the little shaft and just. Um, puts it up in the air and points it right at Ash's nose. And Ash is basically like, what the hell are you doing, kid? Do you not, do you not see that I'm busy? Like, like if Ash could cuss, I would love to see Pokemon remade in like have the anime dubbed like an adult version. Cause Ash would just be cursing all up a storm. Like, kid, like what, what, what the hell are you doing? Like back off. Like I'm in, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll deal with you in a second, but I'm fitting to catch this Weedle. But Ash does have some balls, though, because he he does tell the kid, hey, that sword doesn't scare me, kid. And I I don't know about you, but some kid comes out flying, flaring a damn sharp sword in my face. 
I'm either sending my Pokemon after him or we're going to throw down. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably take a step back. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. But after that, it's like, all right, A, you're not going to do anything because I'm bigger than you. And B, you owe me a Weedle, you know, because, you know, Ash we- looks back and that Weedle's, you know, not not exactly booking it, but that Weedle is kind of like peacing out. Yeah, he's like, I'm I'm out of here. I'm gone. So, yeah, because he basically just got defeated, but now Weedle is going back to tell the rest of his family, which we'll find out later. So, you know what? What's up? And I know I'm I'm skipping a few things, but this kind of just hit me just now talking about it. All the shit that's about to go down is not Ash's fault. No. It's the samurai's fault. Yes. Because if the samurai had just waited a minute. Let Ash, Ash, would, Ash catch the damn Weedle. And then they could battle. But the samurai distracted Ash, which allowed the Weedle to wor- worm itself away. To go tell its family. To go tell the family, which includes, you know, all the drills in the world, apparently. <laughs> and that dumb samurai has enough balls to yell at Ash and call him a novice. Yes, correct. It's like, no, you helmet-headed fuck. <laughs> so, all right. Well, yeah, well, you kind of just said it right there. Um, basically, this samurai trainer challenges Ash to a Pokemon battle. Yes. So we have a stare down. Misty is standing in the middle in the far back, just all like surprised and whatnot the samurai kid takes out his pokeball now in this sequence i'm just going to guess that this trainer has to be 10 because now looking at him now in this like he looked younger but then when with with this shot of them kind of panning away at the ground he does he he's a little husky kid ah so you're thinking he's 10 he's just he he's developed the wrong way yeah, ah. he's 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 a little husky. He, he he would he would be the catcher on the baseball team. Correct. Gotcha. Actually, actually, he does look like the catcher. Yeah. Just 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 saying. Well, I mean, it doesn't help with the equipment either. Yeah. And as they pan away, Pikachu is looking at him and is like, "All right, Pika." No, it's, <laughs> it's nice to see that huh, Pikachu finished his nap. For real. So, all right. So from there, let's see. So from there, the the samurai throws out a pincer, which is again the first time we've seen a pincer, which means Ash gets to bust out the Pokédex again. And the Pokédex tells Ash about pincer, and now I'm, I I do give Ash credit, but. At the same time, I mean, we'll get into it when he uses his damn Metapod that he th- I give Ash credit, but he didn't know what he was doing to earn that credit. If you get what I mean. Well, no, he doesn't get credit at all because he's an idiot because he throws out Pidgey Odo. Yeah. Who so. has clearly just apparently had a knockdown drag out with that Weedle and is, you know, is on the floor. You know, and Misty again has, gets to have a pop at him, and <laughs> yeah, why don't you ever give your? Don't you know to give your Pokemon a little rest every once in a while? So here we go again, because you know, so okay, obviously Pidgeotto's out. Yes, right, but we're gonna go like so. He goes with Metapod. So, which is dumb because he has Pikachu. Because Pikachu is awake now. <laughs> but th- this trainer, wow, that that's a big word for this trainer to use. He said, "Only a novice will go into battle with a Pokemon that is already defeated." Well, I mean, and again, <clears throat> it's not like the kid's, you know, pulling bullshit. He's not. He's telling the truth. Yeah. I mean, uh, granted. We've established Ash has only been on the job for like four days or whatever. (laughs) 
If that, if I think that. he's I, I think he's only like a, a maybe two or three days out. So he's not exactly wrong when the when the samurai calls him a novice. So so he returns his Pidgeotto and he throws out his Pokeball and here is Metapod. And yeah. the samurai has a field day. He's like, well, I I mean I win now because I mean I just you know I, I so it's a wrap. And, yeah, you know what? Because he's like, you know, look at look at Pincer's claws and look at Metapod, and then Ash has this horrible. Oh my god! I think this is the one and only time we've actually ever seen a Pokemon die in a thought. Yeah, because that there, I mean, there's no oh, Metapod's just hurt. No, the fucker's in half. Like, yeah, he he divided Metapod and just killed him. And Ash is like, oh, oh crap, shit. Which again, here's a chance. Pull him back. Go with Pikachu. He's awake. But no. And even Misty has some remorse because she's like, "Yeah, Metapod does not deserve this." Yeah, not even a bug. She said. But but um, but he does tell Metapod to harden. And yeah. Metapod hardens, and Pincer tries to crush it, but then crushes its own. Um, uh, I guess you can call spikes. them. Bikes or um, pinchers or whatever, what have you? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with split because the the horns themselves don't break. No, it's just part of the spike, right? But, so, uh, Metapod know, beat uh, a pincer, which okay, in, which in the game would probably be worth quite a bit of XP. Yeah, which is probably why we have what happens in this episode happen. Well, Just, that and the uh, a helpful Pokédex entry that we'll get into, um, <laughs> which is bullshit because the time doesn't add up. But again, we'll get there. Um, so, what's the what's the samurai trainer's secret weapon? <laughs> why, why it's another Metapod? Oh God, I could not. My mouth dropped when I was rewatching this. I was like, Oh, okay, so. <laughs> We have two Metapods, the battle of the century. Who can harden the most? Which, you know, I mean, I <laughs> I think one of them, I think the Samurai. It was either, well, it was obviously either the Samurai or Ash. I think it was the Samurai says, extra hard. And I was like, that means, that does not mean what you think it means. <laughs> and, okay, so I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. I, I've actually had this battle before and I actually had to shut my game off. So. Oh no. Yeah. So I was playing, actually this was not too long ago. I was replaying, um, Pokemon Red version on my Nintendo Switch. Okay. And, and people are like, wait a minute. How are you playing that? Don't, don't you fucking worry about it. I was playing it though. Um, <laughs> that's irrelevant. Um, but I was replaying Pokemon Red. And I had a Caterpie and my Charmander had already fainted, but my Caterpie had evolved into a Metapod and I was fighting a trainer inside of the um, green patch where you get your Caterpie and he had a Metapod. And boy, the only thing my Caterpie or my Metapod knew was tackle and harden. Right. But when you have another Metapod that all he's doing is hardening. Do you know how hard it is to drain down a Metapod who is completely hard? <laughs> That's probably the wrong wording, but uh, yeah. I can't answer that question. Uh, I'm thinking of too many jokes. I can't. But yeah, um, it's hard to take down a Metapod who's completely hard. Hard. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, what's the opposite of Viagra? You know, like <laughs> soft. <laughs> Viagra. No, it's, it'd be like Viagra or something. But um, as the metapods are hardening, we get a shot of Misty and her bikini and Pikachu in a lounge chair, just sipping what looks like to be a margarita and tea. For Pikachu. Which is bullshit, because there again, Pikachu's just lounging. 
Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Man, how man. how come Ash has not called back his Metapod in battle yet and have Pikachu go out there? And, you know, uh, the whole Misty is 10 thing. I mean, I understand it's a cartoon, but it's still like, uh. Um, yeah, you, you should see uh, other Japanese high school animes. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen a, a couple. <laughs> Japanese don't give two fucks about age when it comes to their cartoons. No. Um, or their video games. Yeah, or the video games. Um, so yeah, um, they're, you know, they're going at it. Um, who hears the swarm first? Is it the samurai? Um, actually, no. So we're not there yet. So after, after that part, we have, uh, Meowth and Jesse and James oh, right, right, walk, walking in a cardboard car and Meowth is on top of the car just lounging back. I mean, these Pokemon are lazy this episode. Yeah, I mean, at least Meowth somewhat has an excuse. He's like, I'm riding Lookout. And then, you know, Jesse's like, you know, look out for this and flings him off. Which, you know, that's good. And Uh, James is sitting here complaining because he doesn't want to be in the damn car and Jesse's all, will you stop complaining? You know, have you ever been stung by a bee drill? It hurt. I was like, okay, I I wouldn't want to be. I mean, I've been stung by a bee a couple times, and it's not great. So, yeah, they're basically just trying to get out of this forest by pretending to be a car so that they don't get stung. Right. So, I mean, it's a good idea. And then but... we cut back to the trainers, and it's, you know, they're 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 in such an intense staring contest that they both faint. <laughs> oh. And then something wicked comes over the hill. Yeah, but you 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 you're skipping over Misty's funny ass line. She said um that Ash and this other <coughs> samurai trainer are more hard-headed than the Metapod. Get it? Because all they doing is hardening. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're not giving any respect to Misty on this episode. I know. But yeah, now um as you were saying, um they Misty hears the hears a swarm but doesn't know. And the samurai says that a swarm of bee drill are coming, so he returns his uh metapod and basically says, I'm out of here. Yeah, he books it and then um we we just see one well we see one bee drill. No, up. we 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 see a swarm of them. Oh, I cut too far ahead. No, no, you're good. I just yeah, yeah. We see a swarm, and then one swoops down and tries to go after Metapod. Tries, he fucking gets him. What do you mean tries? (laughs) So he he picks up Metapod and flies away. And then Ash is sitting there doing the return thing, and the the, obviously it's not catching, and then Metapod disappears. His aim is horrible. It's yeah. Um, and then another another Beedrill comes in, but Pikachu finally decides to fucking be a Pokemon. And Thundershocks it. So, and I'm and, sitting here going, where the fuck have you been for the first five minutes of this goddamn episode? You know. And, and Pikachu still doesn't know how to aim, because he's still, sh- or, yeah, he's still shocking, um, Ash. Hey, Lee, he has received no formal training. Hey, hey, you, you can aim your damn... Thundershock. He has received no training in accuracy or nothing. <laughs> and it's at this time that we would get the uh, Metapod, who's that Pokemon? And then we come back into the episode and the Samurai is booking it. Misty grabbed Ash and, and Ash and Misty are running. Pikachu is booking it. And... This is I, I'd be scared shitless right now. Yeah, right now because we end up in a den of Kakuna, who Loki and I'm. You know, I'll I'll freely admit I completely forgot there was a step between Weedle and Beedrill. Yeah, like I was booting up this episode and I was like, Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree, Weedle, and, they- and I'm like, it could it can't just go Weedle to Beedrill. Nope. 
But I mean, so, at this time, we do see his metapod. Yeah, he's um, he's behind a tree that one of the cocooners is attached to. Now, I got the impression that a cocooner is less active than a metapod. Yes. Right? Well, that that that's what it looks like um, in the way that they portrayed, because all the cocooners are attached to the tree. And they're just hanging around. Right. And they're they're not doing a damn thing. As for a Metapod, Metapod can be picked up and moved around. And then when it evolves, it just hatches just like the Kakuna do. But, um, oh boy, um, do they come into a great time with these bee Pokemon. Well, yeah, because, you know, like you said, Ash sees Metapod. And he's like, and he, hey, and then, you know, fucking, you know. Misty tells him to shut the hell up. Basically, for lack of a better term, stirs the hornet's nest. And then the bee drill hatch out of the cocoona, and they chase him again. And the samurai's like, we can get into my shack. And, and um, which, how does this boy have a shack? I, he's a latchkey kid, I'm telling you. He's, you know, it's just. He's just out here doing the damn thing. Um, but but you what one part I mean on this um you you see how sharp the damn um bee drill are because as soon as they get into this hut and they close the door the bee drill are trying to sting the mess out of them and their stinger goes right through the door. Yeah. Like, I mean, these big bee drill had no chill, dude. Well, granted, I don't imagine that door is super thick. But your point is is still valid, because that that yeah that they were just no punk ass door was gonna stop them. Yeah. So, all right. And at this point, the samurai takes off all of his gear and then starts blaming Ash for everything that's going on. Do you wanna <laughs> um, go out, go over this next part, Doug? No, because I already did it. Samurai's a punk ass bitch. If he would have adhered to the Pokemon owner's code and let, <laughs> and let Ash do the battle one way or the other, we wouldn't be in this mess. No. Because Ash would have caught that Weedle, and he wouldn't have had to go back to the fucking den of death. And, yeah, the episode would have been five minutes long. Now, how long did it actually take that damn Weedle to get back over to its group? Because... They were hardening from what seemed like the morning into like late afternoon. That's a fair point. And it took that Weedle a long time to get back. Maybe that Weedle caught a, a ride on a <clears throat> fucking ratatat or something. Yeah, but I mean, Ash just has bad luck when it comes to Pokemon episodes because even, even in a later episode, so you, you, you remember in the very first episode, um, when Ash threw the rock at the Spearow, right? Yes, Ash, Ash is a dickhead moment one. Yes. So, later in the episode, I forget exactly which episode, but, um, they're returning to Pallet Town, and that Spearow has evolved into a Pharaoh, and he is still vengeful for Ash and goes after his. Ass. I remember that. Does it, <laughs> it, it, it does he still have the bump, or is it just a gleam in his eye? It's just a gleam. Like, it, it, it thinks back to the time that Ash threw the Pokeball, or threw the rock at it, and Ash is thinking in his head, he's like, why is this bird coming after me? And then Ash remembers, and he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I remember that, that fear of remembering him. So, I mean... Dickhead Ash, you need to go and start apologizing to these Pokemon. You're gonna have a miserable time walking around the walking around the world. Well, he does. I mean, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, because that's kind of how the episode kind of ends, re reaches but, a conclusion here. Yeah. So, all right. So as we get further into this episode. Um, Ash goes back out of the, out of the little barn or hut. Hut, yeah. And he's looking for his Metapod and he finds Metapod again. 
But then out of nowhere, of course, who comes out to ruin all the fun is good old Meowth from Team Rocket. Meowth gives him a curb stomp and then slashes him across the fucking face. And I would I, have jumped on Well, I probably wouldn't because I'd fucking be bleeding. But Yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I just got scratched in the face. Like, can you imagine, like, a real-life Ash, how many scars and stuff this boy probably has? And again, he hasn't been on the yeah. for a week. I know. Because he's been attacked by Spiro and Firo. He's been shocked. He's been... He's gone into... I mean, you know, he's gone into water. He's... This, this boy, I mean, he, all his clothes are wet. He hasn't washed anything. This boy probably stinks and smells and just, ew. Yeah, just not a good, not a good time. And he, it's not like he could have, um, washed his clothes at the, at the last Pokemon Center because he blew it up. Yeah, this is, this is true. <laughs> Except for one computer. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot about that one computer. <laughs> Um, All right, but, but uh, yeah, I remember, uh, if you remember back, I don't know if, I believe this is in the first episode, I asked you how long before Team Rocket's um, intro got fucked up. Apparently it was four episodes. Yes. <laughs> because, um, <laughs> because in this episode, uh, Team Rocket's going through their spiel and they shoot off some smoke bombs, which then awakens the bee drill in the damn tree. And Ash is sitting here going, not now. Guys, seriously, not now. Like, I hate you, but that's not the reason. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and they, after they set that off, the bee drill, you see them sleeping in the tree, and then their eyes glow red, and then they're like, oh, we got them now. And the bee drill get up, and they just start hauling ass at all of them. And they and Team Rocket runs to their little paper tank, and they pick it up, and they find out it's been snacked upon by Weedle. Oh, that and that's awesome! So now they have no paper card to fool the Pokemon into thinking that they're a regular card. So they're like, "Oh crap!" So they start running away. And thankfully, actually, I'm gonna thank Team Rocket for doing this because if it wasn't for Team Rocket, I don't think Ash would have gotten his Metapod back. No, I mean, they ran a diversion, I mean, obviously, without them knowing it, but, you know, Ash uses the distraction to go and pick up the Metapod, and he's running, and he trips, and poor Metapod goes a-flying. Yeah. So, but, but we're, we're, we're missing the, one of the main parts, though, um, Ash actually tells Metapod to get back into the Pokeball, and... The uh, Metapod, Metapod looks at Ash and goes, no. Yeah, so that's the second time that's happened in, in three and days. Just, I know. <laughs> Apparently. So, so Ash is not having a good time. <laughs> no, no, he's not. And it just happens that Metapod is like, okay, yeah, I'm your Pokemon, but you let me get stolen. And I've been sitting here afraid while I have a bunch of Beedrill sleeping around me. You abandoned me. Basically. Yeah, you're fucked. You suck. I'm going to so, you to the Pokemon Better Business Bureau or whatever the fuck. For real. But as you were saying, um, Beedrill comes out and tries to sting Ash again. And at this moment, Metapod jumps up and tackles Beedrill midair. Which is, all things considered, pretty badass. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, you know, Metapod is essentially just, he, I mean, he's a fucking cocoon. And, you know, <clears throat> Metapod scampers. Has a, he has a Caterpie inside of him. Well, but he, he essentially, he's just a cocoon. Like, he can't, other than harden and tackle, that's about all he can do. Yeah. Um, and then, well, I think we missed a, we missed a subtle little thing, because after Metapod falls out of Ash's arms, <clears throat> Ash kind of has this woe is me kind of speech, where he's like, maybe the samurai's right, maybe I am a, a know, bad trainer. trainer, and I'll tell you what, if, if we can get through this, I'm never going to take my Pokemon for 
for granted again, and I'm going to turn it around from here on out. You can see the Metapod's affected because you can see its eye kind of go glassy. Yeah, and, and he and he he finally realizes that Ash does care for him. So we can we can chalk that one in the column of a Pokemon coming around to Ash's way of thinking. Um, yeah, because <clears> Ash is a jerk. Ash is a, he's still a jerk. Um, so after uh, Metapod scares away the bee drill, he lands in Ash's arms and then evolves again and the final time into a bee drill. And then that's when the Pokedex speaks up. No, no, not a bee drill, a uh, Butterfree. Butterfree. And then that's when the Pokedex speaks up and goes, after a week, Metapod will evolve into Butterfree. And I'm sitting here going, there is no fucking way it's been a week. Yeah. Shenanigans, like right away, like. It hasn't been a week. It, Unless it has, because they did technically sleep through the night in the shack. And they've been trying to get over to Butterfree. And maybe maybe we just missed a bunch of attempts of Ash trying to get the Butterfree back. And if it's been a week, I can totally understand why Metapod did not want to go back over to Ash. Well, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. So I, either it doesn't add up and they and it was a decent line that nobody caught or I don't know but so we but have, yeah we have Butterfree and all the Beedrill are coming back yes and Ash tells Butterfree and I'm surprised that he knew that Butterfree had this attack but he tells all he, he tells Butterfree to do sleep powder on all the Beedrill yeah so this is another thing where it's like and obviously we don't need to be shown everything because they only have, you know, 20 minutes at a shot. Yeah. But Ash can't be an idiot. Right? Like he must have done studying. Cause, yeah. Because Butterfree I mean, is a minute and a half old and he knows enough to use sleep powder. Like, so Ash must study tapes or look up reference books or something. And we we might be glossing over, but remember in the very first episode, he was watching Pokemon League, old Pokemon League um, videotapes yeah, so, inside of his room. So he must be a, he must be a visual learner or something. Otherwise, but, he's just staying up at night just going through the Pokedex. Yeah. So, I mean, if he is, I, if he is going through the Pokedex, then he's an idiot because he whips up that Pokedex for every single Pokemon. <laughs> I forgot. Who are you? <laughs> That's a good point. So at it's at this point um the samurai acknowledges Ash as as being a, a good trainer and Misty is very proud and Pikachu is proud as well. But why the hell could could Pikachu not just thundershock all of these B drill like he's done in the past to the Fiero from the very first episode? Butterfree needs a moment to shine. Come on. Okay, true. But, but yeah, so, I mean, we're basically towards the very end of the episode now. And Ash is just, like, happy. He's jumping in the air, shaking his legs. And it's at this point that the samurai tells Ash, if you take this route right here, this will leave you lead you to Pewter City where you can get your very first gym badge. Right. So we're getting there. We're getting there, Doug. We're almost there at the very first sighting um, where Brock will be. I mean, you know, it's not a spoiler, but it's a, it's a heads up because, I mean, that's, you know, that's the next episode. Um Let's see. Uh, yeah. Um, and then we kind of get what essentially is a, it's basically a post credits because the episode's basically over after they start walking down that road. But we and cut to Team Rocket waking up. And, and they have been, and I think their bright idea was to disguise themselves as Kakuna to get out of there. But they end up bickering. And it wakes up the bee drill. <laughs> and the bee drill at this point 
start evolve they or no it it doesn't wake the bee drill it 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 has no, the it wakes the bee drill I'm yeah like, oh yeah it, it wakes the bee drill and the cocoona are looking at them too like who the hell are you and then they just start getting stung by all the bee drill and then that's the that's the to be continued screen so yeah that's the episode good episode yeah uh the last two we've done have been my favorites um big fan of forward momentum and it seems like you know the the end of two into three and four have basically just been you know let's fucking go um oh geez sorry i just realized one of the episodes that i'm not too fond of is coming up damn would you like to share with the class (laughs) (laughs) sure um and and I might feel I, I'm sorry if I feel a different way, and I will give a positive review of it. But um, episode six, Clefairy and the Moonstone, or as it's called in Japanese, Pippi and the Moonstone, because Clefairy is called Pippi in um, Japanese. Um, I uh, I don't like that episode. Maybe you'll like it on a rewatch. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll like it on a rewatch. But next week, you don't have to worry about that episode yet because next week <laughs> we have don't, show. Don't, don't tell that to the people. I know. <laughs> we have showdown in Pewter City, or as it's translated in Japanese, Battle of Nibby Jim, and Nibby being the name of Pewter in ink or in Japanese. Hmm. So um, they call it Nibby. I guess Nibby City, but Nibby and Pity, all right. So yeah, we have that episode next week, so you don't have long to listen. Or if you're listening to this on delay, you'll be able to listen to this next. Yeah, doing a nice little early early episodes binge. So, but that was episode four. Again, this episode was called Challenge of the Samurai, or as it's called in Japanese. Challenge of Butterfree. Yeah, I do like the English version, but better. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that is this week's episode. And Doug, do you have any final words that you want to point out? Um, no, I I, I feel like we're at a point <clears throat> that these episodes are building on each other. Um, you know, we'll see how how I feel about episode six. Um, <laughs> it's been a hot minute since I've seen you know, any of these a, a good chunk of these yeah um, so episode 5 we're getting our first introduction into what it is to be a gym leader and a gym battle and all that and, um, episode I mean something to be said about episode 6 we get our first introduction into stone yeah yeah that's true um so we'll see. Um, but yeah. Um, but really, yeah, uh, really enjoying this. It's, it seems to be really. It's a reflection on my childhood. I mean, it really is. You know, you sit down for 20 minutes and you're like, holy shit. Cause it was either this or Power Rangers and I'm not reviewing Power Ranger episodes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I could, I, I like, I, I liked Power Rangers. I can't say I like it anymore because what, what my son watches now with Power Rangers, I don't, I can't even call that Power Rangers, but, um, it, it's not, it's not, it's just, they've done so much. Like you remember Zordon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like Zordon and all of that never happened. Oh. Yeah. It's just, it's like every city in America has a different version of Power Rangers than it's just, yeah, it's dumb. I don't, I don't think I care for that. No, I don't either. Cause Power Rangers from Angel Grove fucking saved the whole damn world as you now have Power Rangers in every damn city. It's just stupid. But anyway, this is not a Power Ranger podcast this is a pokemon podcast so doug if you don't have anything else to say 
um, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug, and thank our listeners for listening. Goodbye, Doug, and we'll see you next week. All right, everybody, and my name is Wrestling Chris G, and we will also, or I will also, see you next week on Showdown in Pewter City. Have a good night, everybody.